Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Father. Fresh glory, head to toes, from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to go through all the verses real quickly about the glory of God in the entire New Testament. <laughs> this is going to be really glorious in the glory. Prepare your hearts and minds for greater glory. Matthew 6, 9. Pray like this, Our Father, dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Matthew 6.13 Rescue us every time we face tribulation and set us free from evil. For you are the King who rules with power and glory forever. Amen. <laughs> Matthew 16.25 For if you choose self-sacrifice and lose your lives for my glory, you will continually discover true life. But if you choose to keep your lives for yourself, you will forfeit what you try to keep. Matthew 24.30 Then the sign announcing the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and all the nations of the earth will mourn over him. And they will see the Son of Man appearing in the clouds of heaven, revealed with mighty power, great splendor, and glory. Matthew 25.31 When the Son of Man appears in his majestic glory, with all his angels by his side, he will take his seat on his throne of splendor. Mark 10.37 We want to sit next to you when you come into your glory, they said, one at your right hand and the other on your left. Mark 13.26 then they will see the Son of Man appearing in the midst of the clouds and revealed with mighty power and great glory. Luke 1.35 Gabriel answered, The Spirit of holiness will fall upon you, and Almighty God will spread His shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory. This is why the child born to you will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. Luke 2.9 Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared in radiant splendor before them, lighting up the field with the blazing glory of God, and the shepherds were terrified. Luke 2.14 Glory to God in the highest realms of heaven, for there is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men. Luke 2.32 He will be glory for your people Israel and the revelation light for all people everywhere. Luke 5.25 In an instant the man rose right before their eyes. He stood, picked up his stretcher, and went home, giving God all the glory with every step he took. Luke 9.24 for if you choose self-sacrifice, giving up your lives for my glory, you will embark on a discovery of more and more of true life. 
But if you choose to keep your lives for yourself, you will lose what you try to keep. Luke 9.28 Eight days later, Jesus took Peter, Jacob, and John and climbed a high mountain to pray. Luke 9.29 As he prayed, his face began to glow until it was a blinding glory streaming from him. (laughs) His entire body was illuminated with a radiant glory. His brightness became so intense that it made his clothing blinding white like multiple flashes of lightning. Wow. (laughs) Luke 9.32 Peter and his companions had become very drowsy, but they became fully awake when they saw the glory and splendor of Jesus standing there and the two men with him. Luke 9.34, while Peter was still speaking, a radiant cloud of glory formed above them and overshadowed them. As the glory cloud enveloped them, they were struck with fear. <laughs> Luke 11.2, so Jesus taught them this prayer, our Heavenly Father. May the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. May your Holy Spirit come upon us and cleanse us. Manifest your kingdom on earth. Amen. Luke 16, 23. The day came that the rich man also died. In hell he looked up from his torment and saw Abraham in the distance, and Lazarus, the beggar, was standing beside him in the glory. Luke seventeen eighteen, They all refused to return to give thanks and give glory to God except you, a foreigner from Samaria. Luke nineteen thirty eight, they, sh- they shouted over and over highest praises to God for the one who comes as king in the name of the Lord. Heaven's peace and glory from the highest realm now comes to us. Luke 20, 35, and 36. But those who are worthy of the resurrection from the dead into glory become immortal like the angels. Mm. <laughs> who never die nor marry. When the dead comes to life again, they will be the sons of God's life, the sons of the resurrection. Luke 21, 27, and 28. And at last, when you see how the Son of Man comes surrounded with a cloud and with great power and miracles in the radiance of His splendor and with great glory and praises, it will make you jump for joy, for the day of your full transformation has arrived. <laughs> Woo! Luke twenty-two forty-three. Jesus called for an angel of glory to strengthen him. And the angel appeared. Wow. Luke twenty four twenty six. Wasn't it necessary for Christ, the Messiah, to experience all these sufferings 
and then afterward to enter into his glory. Wow. John 1.14 And so the living expression became a man and lived among us, and we gazed upon the splendor of his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, overflowing with tender mercy and truth. John 2.11 This miracle in Cana was the first of many extraordinary miracles Jesus performed in Galilee. This was a sign revealing His glory and His disciples believed in Him. John 7.18 Charlatans praise themselves and seek honor from men, but my Father sent me to speak truth on His behalf. And I have no false motive because I seek only the glory of God. <laughs> wow. John 8:50. I never have a need to seek my own glory, for the Father will do that for me, and he will judge those who do not. John 11:4. When he heard this, he said, This sickness will not end in death for Lazarus, but will bring glory and praise to God. This will reveal the greatness of the Son of God by what takes place. John twelve sixteen. Now Jesus' disciples didn't fully understand the importance of what was taking place. But after he was raised and exalted into glory, they understood how Jesus fulfilled all the prophecies in the scriptures that were written about him. <laughs> John twelve twenty eight. So Father, bring glory to your name. Then suddenly a booming voice was heard from the sky. I have glorified my name, and I will glorify it through you again. John twelve forty three, For they loved the glory that men could give them rather than the glory that came from God. John thirteen thirty one. After Judas left the room, Jesus said, The time has come for the glory of God to surround the Son of Man. And God will be greatly glorified through what happens to me. <laughs> John thirteen thirty two, And very soon, God will unveil the glory of the Son of Man. John fourteen thirteen, For I will do whatever you ask me to do when you ask me in my name. And that is how the Son will show what the Father is really like and bring glory to him. John 17, 1. This is what Jesus prayed when he looked up into heaven. Father, the time has come. Unveil the glorious splendor of your Son so that I will, so that I will magnify your glory. Father, the time has come. Unveil the glorious splendor of your Son so that I will magnify your glory. 
John 17, 5. So my Father, restore me back to the glory that we shared together when we were face to face before the universe was created. John 17, 10. For all who belong to me now belong to you, and all who belong to you now belong to me as well, and my glory is revealed through their surrendered lives. John 17, 22. For the very glory you have given to me, I have given them, so that they will be joined together as one and experience the same unity that we enjoy. Unity in the glory. John 17, 24. Father, I ask that you allow everyone that you have given to me to be with me where I am. Then they will see my full glory the very splendor you have placed upon me, because you have loved me even before the beginning of time. John twenty one nineteen. Jesus said this to Peter as a prophecy of what kind of death he would die for the glory of God. And then he said, Peter, follow me. Acts two twenty six. No wonder my heart is glad and my glory celebrates. My mouth is filled with his praises and I have hope that my body will live. <laughs> Acts 7, 2. Stephen replied, My fellow Jews and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our ancestor Abraham while he was living in Iraq and before he moved to Haran in Syria. Acts seven fifty five. But Stephen, overtaken with great faith, was full of the Holy Spirit, he fixed his gaze into the heavenly realm and saw the glory and splendor of God and Jesus, who stood up at the right hand of God. Acts 12:23. Immediately an angel of the Lord struck Herod with a sickness, an infestation of worms, because he accepted the people's worship and didn't give the glory to God, and he died. Acts 15.24 We are aware that some have come to you from the church of Jerusalem. These men were not sent by us, but came with false teachings that have brought confusion and division, telling you to keep the law and be circumcised, things we never commanded them to teach. So after deliberation, we're sending you our beloved brother Paul and Barnabas, who have risked their lives for the glory of the name of our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. They are accompanied by Judas and Silas, whom we have unanimously chosen to send as our representatives to you. They will validate all that we're wanting to share with you. Acts 22.11 Because of the dazzling glory of the light I couldn't see, I was left blind. <laughs> So they had to lead me by the hand the rest of the way into Damascus. Romans 1, 25. All because they traded the truth of God for a lie. They worshipped and served the things God made, rather than the God who made all things. Glory and praises to Him for eternity of eternities. Amen. Romans 2, 7. For those living in constant goodness and doing what pleases Him, seeking an unfading glory, and honor and imperishable virtue will experience eternal life. Wow. 
Romans 2.10 But when we do what pleases God, we can expect unfading glory, true honor, and a continual peace to the Jew first and also to the non-Jew. Romans 3, verse 7. So, if my lie brings into sharp contrast the brightness of God's truth, and if my lie accentuates His glory, then why should I be condemned as a sinner? <laughs> Romans 3, 23. For we have all sinned and are in need of the glory of God. Romans 5.2 Our faith guarantees us permanent access into the marvelous kindness that has given us a perfect relationship with God. With incredible joy bursts, <laughs> with incredible joy <laughs> bursts forth within us as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. <laughs> joy bursts. <laughs> Romans 6, 4, <laughs> sharing in his death by our baptism means that we were co-buried and entombed with him, so that when the Father's glory raised Christ from the dead, we were also raised with him. We have been co-resurrected with him so that we could be empowered to walk in the freshness of new life. Wow. Romans eight fourteen. The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. Sons and daughters destined for glory. Romans 8.18 A glorious destiny. I am convinced that any suffering we endure is less than nothing compared to the magnitude of glory that is about to be unveiled within us. Oh, I can feel the fresh glory all through my, my right side of my neck. Thank you, Father. Mm. Romans 9.23 And doesn't he also have the right to release the revelation of the wealth of his glory into his vessels of mercy, whom God prepared beforehand to receive his glory? Romans 9.24 Even for us, whether we are Jews or non-Jews, we are those he has called to experience his glory. Romans 15, 7 You will bring God glory when you accept and welcome one another as partners, just as the Anointed One has fully accepted you and received you as His partner. Romans 16, 25 I give all my praises and glory to the One who has more than enough power to make you strong and keep you steadfast through the promises found in the wonderful news that I preach. That is, the proclamation of Jesus, the Anointed One. This wonderful news includes the unveiling of the mystery kept secret from the dawn of creation until now. <laughs> 1 Corinthians 2.7 Instead, we continually speak of this wonderful wisdom that comes from God, hidden before now in a mystery. It is His secret plan, destined before the ages, to bring us into glory. 1 Corinthians 2.8 None of the rulers of this present world understood it, for if they had, they never would have crucified the Lord of shining glory. 1 Corinthians 6.20 You are God's expensive purchase, paid for with the tears of blood, 
So by all means, then, use your body to bring glory to God. 1 Corinthians 10.1 My dear fellow believers, you need to understand that all of our Jewish ancestors who walked through a wilderness long ago were under the glory cloud and passed through the waters of the sea on both sides. 1 Corinthians 10.2 They were all baptized into the cloud of glory, into the fellowship of Moses, and into the sea. They were all baptized into the cloud of glory, into the fellowship of Moses, and into the sea. Wow. 1 Corinthians 10.23 You say, under grace there is no rules and we're free to do anything we please. Not exactly. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> because not everything promotes growth in others. Your slogan we're allowed to do anything we choose may be true, but not everything causes the spiritual advancement of others. Amen. 1 Corinthians 11.7 A man in leadership is under no obligation to have his head covered in public gatherings because he is a portrait of God and reflects his glory. The woman, on the other hand, reflects the glory of her husband. 1 Corinthians 11.14 doesn't our long-established cultural tradition teach us that if a man has long hair that is ornamentally arranged, it invites disgrace? But if a woman has long hair that is ornamentally arranged, it is her glory? 2 Corinthians 1.20 For all of God's promises find their yes of fulfillment in Him. As, and as His yes and our amen ascend to God, we bring Him glory. 2 Corinthians 3, 7, the glorious ministry of the Spirit. Even the ministry that was characterized by chiseled letters on tablets of stone came with a dazzling measure of glory, though it produced death. The Israelites could bear, couldn't bear to gaze on the glowing face of Moses because of the radiant splendor shining from his countenance, a glory destined to fade away. 2 Corinthians 3, 9, for if the former ministry of condemnation was ushered in with a measure of glory, how much more does the ministry that imparts righteousness far excel in glory? Verse 10, 11 and 13. What once was glorious no longer holds any glory because of the increasingly greater glory that has replaced it. The fading ministry came with a portion of glory, but now we embrace the unfading ministry of a permanent impartation of glory. We are not like Moses, who used a veil to hide the glory, to keep the Israelites from staring at him as it faded away. Wow. We can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces, and with no veil, we will all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We are being transfigured into His very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 4.4 4, For their minds have been blinded by the God of this age, leaving them in unbelief. Their blindness keeps them from seeing the day-spring light of the wonderful news of the glory of Jesus Christ, who is the divine image of God. 2 Corinthians 4.15 Yes, all things work for your enrichment, so that 
more of God's marvelous grace will spread to more and more people, resulting in an even greater increase of praise to God, bringing Him even more glory. <laughs> Woo! Second Corinthians 4.17 We view our slight, short-lived troubles in the light of eternity. We see our difficulties as the substance that produces for us an eternal, weighty glory far beyond all comparison. Second <laughs> Corinthians 8.23 Concerning the credentials of Titus, he's my partner and co-worker in ministry for you. As for the brothers coming from him, they are apostles of the churches, which are the glory of the Anointed One. 2 Corinthians 9.13 For as your extremely generous offering meets the approval of those in Jerusalem, it will cause them to give glory to God, all because of your loyal support and allegiance to the gospel of Christ, as well as your generous-hearted partnership with them toward those in need. Galatians 1.5 All the glory will go to God alone throughout time and eternity. Amen. Ephesians 1.12 God's purpose was that we Jews, who are the first to long for the messianic hope, would be the first to believe in the anointed one and bring great praise and glory to God. Ephesians 1.14 He is given to us like an engagement ring is given to a bride as the first installment of what's coming. He is our hope promise of a future inheritance which seals us until we have all redemption's promises and experience complete freedom, all for the supreme glory and honor of God. Ephesians 1.17 I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation, to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. Amen. Ephesians 3.13, my dear friends, I pray that you will remain strong and not be discouraged or ashamed by all that I suffer on your behalf, for it is for your glory. Ephesians 3.16, and I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. Philippians 1.11 And you'll be filled completely with the fruits of righteousness that are found in Jesus, the Anointed One, bringing great praise and glory to God. Philippians 2.7 Instead, he emptied himself of his outward glory by reducing himself to the form of a lowly servant. He became human. Philippians 2.11 and every tongue will proclaim in every language, Jesus Christ is Lord Yahweh, bringing glory and honor to God his Father. Philippians 4.19 I am convinced that my God will fully satisfy every need you have, for I have seen the abundant riches of glory revealed to me through the Anointed One, Jesus Christ. Philippians 4.20 And God our Father will receive all the glory and honor throughout the eternity of eternities. Amen. Colossians 1.11 And we pray that you'd be energized with all of his explosive power from the realm of his magnificent glory, filling you with great hope. Colossians 1.27 Living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory, this mystery of Christ embedded within us, 
becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory for his people, and God wants everyone to know it. Colossians 3.1 One One with Christ in glory. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above. For that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Colossians 3.4 And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed, for you are now one with him in his glory. 1 Thessalonians 2.12 We comforted and encouraged you and challenged you to adopt a lifestyle worthy of God who invites you into the kingdom of his glory. (laughs) Who invites you into his kingdom and who invites you into his glory. 2 Thessalonians 1.10 This will happen on that day when he outwardly adorns his holy ones with glory and they'll be marveled at among all believers, including you, since in fact you believed our message. 2 Thessalonians 2.14 To this end he handpicked you for salvation through the gospel that you would have the glory so that you would have the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Thessalonians 3.1 Finally, dear brothers and sisters, pray for us that the Lord's message will continue to spread rapidly and its glory be recognized everywhere, just as it was with you. (laughs) So good. Thank you, Father. First Timothy 1.11 I have been commissioned to preach the wonderful news of the glory of the exalted God. 1 Timothy 1.17 Because of this my praises rise to the King of all the universe who is indestructible, invisible, and full of glory, the only God who is worthy of the highest honors throughout all of time and throughout the eternity of eternities. Amen. 1 Timothy 3.16 For the mystery of righteousness is truly amazing. He was revealed as a human being and as our great high priest in the Spirit. Angels gazed upon him as a man, and the glorious message of his kingly rulership is being preached to the nations. Many have believed in him, and he has been taken back to heaven and has ascended into the place of exalted glory in the heavenly realm. Yes, great is this mystery of righteousness. 1 Timothy 6.16 He alone is the immortal God, living in the unapproachable light of divine glory. No one has ever seen His fullness, nor can they. For all the glory and endless authority of the universe belongs to Him forever and ever. Amen. 2 Timothy 2.10 I endure all these hardships for your benefit of the chosen ones in Christ, so, so that they may also discover the overcoming life that is in Jesus Christ and experience a glory that lasts forever. Second Timothy 4.18 And my Lord will continue to deliver me from every form of evil and give me life in his kingdom of heaven. May all the glory go to him alone for all the ages of eternity. Amen. Titus 2.13 For we continue to look forward to the joyful 
fulfillment of our hope in the dawning splendor of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus the Anointed One. Wow. I gotta say that one one more time. Titus 2.13 For we continue to look forward to the joyful fulfillment of our hope in the dawning splendor of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus the Anointed One. Woo! <laughs> Powerful. Hebrews 2.7 You made him lower than the angels for a little while. You placed your glory and honor upon his head as a crown. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands. Hebrews 2.10 Jesus brings many sons to glory. For now he towers above all creation, for all things exist through him and for him, and that God made him pioneer of our salvation, perfect through his sufferings. For this is how he brings many sons and daughters to share in his glory. Hebrews 3.3 But Jesus is worthy to receive a much greater glory than Moses. For the one who builds a house deserves to be honored more than the house he builds. <laughs> Hebrews 6.10 For God, the faithful one, is not unfair. How can he forget the work you have done for him? He remembers the love you demonstrate as you continually serve his beloved ones for the glory of his name. Hebrews 13:21 May he work perfection into every part of you, giving you all that you need to fulfill your destiny. And may he express through you all that is excellent and pleasing in him through your life union with Jesus the anointed one, who is to receive all glory forever. Amen. James 1:10 but those who are rich should boast in how God has brought them low and humbled them, for all their earthly glory will one day fade away like a wild flower in the meadow. 1 Peter 1.7 And these only reveal the sterling core of your faith, which is far more valuable than gold that perishes. For even gold is refined by fire. Your authentic faith will result in even more praise, glory, and honor when Jesus the Anointed One is revealed. 1 Peter 1.8 You love him passionately, although you did not see him, but through believing in him you are saturated with an ecstatic joy, indescribably sublime, and immersed in glory. Wow. Through believing in him you are saturated with an ecstatic joy, indescribably sublime, and immersed in glory. <laughs> Amen. 1 Peter 1.24 Human beings are frail, frail and temporary like grass and the glory of man fleeting like blossoms of the field. The grass dries and withers and the flowers fall off. 1 Peter 4.11 For example, if you have a speaking gift, speak as though God were speaking His words through you. If you have the gift of serving, do it passionately with the strength God gives you so that in everything God alone will be glorified through Jesus Christ. For to him belong the power and the glory forever and throughout all ages. Amen. 1 Peter 4.12 Beloved friends, if life gets extremely difficult with many tests, don't be bewildered as though something strange were overwhelming you. 1 Peter 4.13 Instead, continue to rejoice, for you in a measure have shared in the sufferings of the Anointed One, so that you can share in the revelation of His glory and celebrate with even greater gladness. 1 Peter 4.14 4, 
If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are greatly blessed, because the Spirit of glory and power, who is the Spirit of God, rests upon you. 1 Peter 5.1 Now I encourage you as an elder and eyewitness of the sufferings of Christ, and as one who shares in the glory that is about to be unveiled, I urge you, my fellow elders among you. 1 Peter 5.4 And when the shepherd king appears, you will win the victor's crown of glory that never fades away. 1 Peter 5.10 And then after your brief suffering, the God of all loving grace, who has called you to share in his eternal glory in Christ, will personally and powerfully restore you and make you stronger than ever. Yes, he will set you firmly in place and build you up. 2 Peter 1.17 Yes, Father God lavished upon him radiant glory and honor. When his distinct voice spoke out of the realm of majestic glory, endorsing him with these words, This is my cherished son, marked by my love. All my delight is found in him. 2 Peter 3.18 But continue to grow and increase in God's grace and intimacy with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. May he receive all the glory both now and until the day eternity begins. Amen. 3 John 1.7 You see, it was their passion for the glory of the name of Christ that launched them out, and they've not accepted financial support from unbelievers. Jude 1.25 If the only God our Savior, through our Lord Jesus Christ, be endless glory and majesty, (laughs) great power and authority, from before He created time now, and throughout all the ages of eternity. Amen. Revelation 1.6 And to the one who has made us to rule as a kingly priesthood, to serve his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion throughout the eternity of eternities. Amen. Revelation 4.9 And whenever the living creatures gave glory, honor, and thanks to the one who is enthroned and lives forever and ever, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory, honor, power, for you created all things, and by your plan they were created and exist. Revelation 5.12 And as I watched, all of them were singing with thunderous voices, Worthy is Christ the Lamb who was slaughtered to receive great power and might, wealth and wisdom and honor and glory and praise. Revelation 5.13 Then every living being joined the angelic choir, every creature in heaven and on earth, under the earth, in the sea, and everything in them, were worshiping with one voice, saying, Praise, honor, glory, and dominion be to God enthroned and to Christ the Lamb forever and ever. Revelation 7.12 Singing, Amen, praise and glory, wisdom and thanksgiving, honor, power, and might belong to our God forever and ever. Amen. Revelation 11.13 At that very moment, there was a powerful earthquake and a tenth of the city collapsed, killing 7,000 people. The rest were terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. Revelation 15.4 Who will not receive you with awe, O Lord, and bring glory to your name? For you alone are holy, and all nations will come and bow and worship before you as your blessings have revealed. Revelation 15.8 The sanctuary was filled with a thick cloud of smoke billowing out of the glory and power of God. And no one could even enter the sanctuary until the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. Revelation 16.9 Wow. Though they endured the fierce heat, 
Yet the people continued to blaspheme God. They cursed the name of God who had authority over these plagues, and they refused to repent and give him glory. Revelation 19.1, heaven rejoices. After this, I heard what seemed to be the roar of a great multitude of voices saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and power to our God. Revelation 19.7, let us rejoice and exalt him and give him glory because the wedding celebration of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Revelation 21.11, it was infused with the glory of God and its radiance was like that of a very rare jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. Revelation 21.23, this city has no need for the sun or moon to shine for the glory of God is its light and its lamp is is the Lamb. Revelation 21:26. People will bring the glory and wealth of the nations into it. Amen. Bless you.